This is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. Welcome everyone to the Becker's Healthcare podcast series. I'm Ryan Muhammad, writer and moderator with Becker's Healthcare. And I'm absolutely thrilled to have with me today, Dr. Bruce Rogan, Chief Medical Officer at Cleveland Clinic Employee Health Plan and Chair of Cleveland Clinic Quality Alliance, a clinically integrated network. Doctor, it's very nice to have you on the podcast today. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Very excited to talk to you today. Uh, But before we get started, would you mind please introducing yourself and telling us a bit about your background? Um, Absolutely. My name is Bruce Rogan. I'm an internal medicine physician by training, Brown undergraduate, Tulane Medical School, UCLA residency. I have done uh, roughly 30 years in clinical practice on the outpatient and inpatient setting. And then administratively, over the last 15 years, focused particularly on quality and utilization. I've been with the Cleveland Clinic for about 15 years. My first role as chief medical officer of our employee health plan, 120,000 member self-insured health plan for the first seven years. And then a second position added on as chair of our clinically integrated network, which we call the Quality Alliance which is our narrow network, not only for that self-insured health plan for our employees and families, but also the network for our value-based contracts and our ACO. Wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing. So with all of that and all of your experience um, at this organization, what are your top priorities for the remaining of the year? So at this point, for both the health plan and for the clinically integrated network, we've been involved in a massive transition to a new data aggregation and analytics system that will be underpinning all of the work that we do across the clinically integrated network for population health and value-based care contracting, as well as the work that we do for our own employee health plan. That's Arcadia. We had several different vendors that we have been transitioning away from and onto Arcadia. It has been an 18-month process, a few bumps in the road, not unexpected, given how difficult and uh, profound a transformation this implementation has been. But finishing that is one of our top priorities. The second priority is to be able to use the actionable data that we're getting from Arcadia across our contracts to both succeed in a revenue sense for getting value out of those contracts, but more importantly, to prepare the network, particularly the independent part of the network, the physicians in the community that are not employed by the Cleveland Clinic who are in the network, to take on downside risk going forward which is going to be a slow process over the next couple of years, but we need to prepare them. The data will be helpful. Our work on population health and assisting them care for their patients will be critical. We also need to mitigate the risk that they're putting themselves at because many of these practices are 
small practices. Some are large, 40, 50 physician, but many are small, two, three, even single physician practices in the network. And for them to take on risk is a big deal. And we need to make sure that we can support them as much as possible. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that insight. And for you, what programs and initiatives have been the most needle moving for you in the last year, would you say? We have uh, so many <laughs> balls being juggled in the air right now across the population health space and using the data that we're beginning to get. I would say some of the critical ones that we've put a lot of time and effort into first is uh, work around readmissions uh, as a large hospital system with a lot of tertiary care. We have really had to emphasize work around reducing our readmission rate, again, both with the employed physicians at the clinic and our clinic hospital facilities, but also with the independent physicians in the network. And we've had pretty good success with that, but it's been a slow slog. The other thing that we've been working on is a hospital at home project, trying to take care of our patients as soon as possible in the home and getting them out of the hospital setting. That is really a transition of care area of work. So we have traditionally, of course, used acute rehab, skilled nursing facilities, uh, subacute, and uh, now we're working on hospital at home as, as another alternative for keeping patients in the hospital. That's critical. And we're doing a fair amount of work with remote monitoring of patients now, which obviously ties right into that hospital at home and transitions of care work and reducing readmissions. So it is all connected. It's all moving forward vigorously. And I think we're starting to see some significant successes. The last thing I'd mention over the last year is our better integration of pharmacy services into our population health programs, both in the employed and independent side of the network. And we expect to see benefits from that going forward as they engage in our care coordination and patient navigation programs, traditionally having used navigators and RNs, but now also will be leveraging pharmacists. Wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing and hope you continue to see successes in those areas for sure. Personally, I'm very excited to see, you know, how the hospital at home grows in the next year or two. Uh, but doctor, before I let you go, the last thing I wanted to ask you is, how are you thinking about growth and member experience? So we're in an interesting situation in our Ohio market, Northeast Ohio in particular. It's, it's not a growing population. It's not Texas or Florida where the population increases every year that you have access to. So for us, growth is really around expanding market share where possible, bringing in patients from other geographic areas through being a center of excellence in multiple parts of the healthcare system to be able to go direct to employer and get patients coming into our system from outside our local geography, that's critical for our growth. And also very importantly, virtual visits, including uh, second consultation efforts. So folks in other states who want a second opinion and are able to consult virtually with Cleveland Clinic providers, 
that is a significant part of our growth strategy going forward, again, because of the static population in Northeast Ohio. Florida, we also have facilities down there. Um, they're in a better situation because Florida has a growing population. And the other uh, piece of what you mentioned about member experience, I think for us is really around improving access, both virtual access and face-to-face -face brick and mortar access, improving our communication systems, uh, both synchronous communication and asynchronous communication with texting, email, my chart, and lastly, we're striving this year in particular to become a high reliability organization. There's a whole program around that that's been rolled out to all of the caregivers, which are the employees at the Cleveland Clinic. And I think that will have an impact in better communication between providers and patients, which should lead to better patient and member experience when they are receiving care from us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for those final thoughts, doctor. This has been amazing and definitely informative discussion. So again, I want to thank you so much for coming back on Becker's Healthcare. And I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Thank you, Mariah. I appreciate the time and the ability to share my thoughts. Of course. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks, to help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there.